Hi, this is Janine. You're listening to Get the Funk Out. In today's show, we're chatting with Noelle Wells. This is her featured directorial debut in the film Mr. Roosevelt. The film just premiered in L.A. November 11th. It screened at AFI Fest, and it's part of the American Independence Program. Noelle Wells portrays Emily, a talented but hard-to-classify comedic performer who left behind her home and boyfriend to pursue career opportunities in L.A., When a loved one falls ill, Emily rushes back to Austin, where she's forced to stay with her ex-boyfriend, Nick Thune, and his new and improved girlfriend, Britt Lower, a totally together woman with a five-year plan. Though Emily is the same, everything else is different. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Noelle Wells. Hey, Noelle, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Good. Congrats on your film. Thank you. <laughs> so cool. It's at the it's, AFI Fest? It's at AFI Fest. We just had our screening at the Grumman's Chinese Theater on Saturday, and it was a really warm crowd. I was, oh. a little, I was a little nervous because it's, you know, L.A. people, and I thought they'd be cynical, but it turns out it's just a, they, <laughs> they love movies, and um, it went well. Where are you from, Noelle? I'm from Texas. Oh, okay. So you got a little nervous around the L.A. crowd, but no, I'm sure they loved it. They did. I mean, you know, every film festival is a little bit different. Um, some people come in with a little bit more of a judgmental air, but uh, this, it was just great. I don't know. I really had a, I just, I wanted to make a movie because I wanted people to enjoy it. And seeing people enjoy it brings me a lot of joy. That's awesome. So how did you decide to direct this? This is your first feature, right? Yeah, I've always wanted to direct. And I've been making my own projects since, I mean, I was in high school, really. And when I set out to write this, I always imagined that I would I would be directing it. There, there was no question in my head. That's awesome. Well, yeah, because you're not going to want to direct somebody else if it's your, your, you know, vision. Yeah, exactly. And I think as me personally, as a creative, I really do like making it all. I like having that control and it, it's what got me excited to write the script and if anything I wrote the script so I could direct it okay so is this true to life like some of this stuff kind of happen or how did this come (laughs) about (laughs) I joke that everything um in the movie has happened to me in some sense but everything is completely fictionalized okay I never wanted it to feel like this is Noelle Wells's story this is uh, definitely just a movie and um it's all made up (laughs) it's really funny Thank you. I'm glad you think so. Yeah, I think it's great. I mean, how do you feel now that it's all wrapped? You know, I it's hard to say. You know, when I when we were done shooting it, but it was it was very hard. It was like you were mourning, yeah, uh, like an artistic vision because it doesn't come out the way that you imagined it. Um, but if you keep pushing and you get through the process, you realize it it turns into the movie that it was meant to be. Um, so, like. Um, I, there are things I could have done better, and then there are things that I could have never anticipated or ever thought of coming up with that got that happened in the film. So um, it's bittersweet. Yeah. Now, how did you do the casting? Oh, that's a great question. Um, well, we had a lot of cast. We we held auditions. Um, we for our main people, though, most of the parts um, they were offered to people that I knew in Los Angeles mm-hmm. that I uh, trusted and also trusted me enough to come on board to an incredibly indie film. It's really hard to make a movie and it's even harder to make indie films because uh, 
there's just not a lot of time and everybody has to work really hard and nobody's getting paid. So um, I worked with people that I sort of loosely knew and that I had admired for a long time that trusted me enough to give me their time. And then for the people in Austin, because it's set in Austin, we held auditions there and cast people out of Austin. Okay. And where was it shot? Was it shot in Austin? Yeah, it was shot in Austin. Okay. Now, if people are not familiar with you uh, as an artist, uh, you have been in Master of None and Saturday Night Live. How did those yeah. two come about? Um, I've been in L.A. and I've been working for a really long time. Yeah. <laughs> I, auditioned, I auditioned for both of them. I didn't know anybody uh, before I got either one of the parts. And, um, you know, I just, you, for the SNL audition, I did a bunch of characters and impressions and went through several rounds of auditioning. And then, you know, got cast. And then for Master of None, um, I just had an audition with Aziz uh, on a script with okay. a script. With some, yeah. It's a great show. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm from New York, so SNL is very close to my heart. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's also, I mean, it's, it's such an iconic, when you're, in, when you're in Texas and you're like a little kid and you're watching, you know, comedy, right. it's the show you want to be on. And it's also a world you want to be a part of sure. in New York City. So yeah. <laughs> it's nice that I've gotten to go back for work so many times. It's unbelievable. So is this, did you always want to go into comedy when you were younger? I don't know. <laughs> it's hard to say. I didn't, I, I don't really know. I mean, I was always like a, like a goofy kid yeah. making people laugh. Um, I, I've always leaned toward comedy. Like I was, um, like I thought I'd be a comic book, uh, illustrator and I wrote a lot of comics and right. I wrote stories and, um, I was always doing parodies and like, I don't know, I was just like a very rambunctious kid always trying to make people laugh, but yeah. I didn't really actively say that I wanted to do comedy until my last year in college. I like remember standing in front of my class cause they were like, what are you going to do when you graduate? And I was like, I want to. I want to do comedy and be on television, and it was the first time I ever consciously wow. said it. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's amazing. When somebody asks you, what do you want to do? You, and they just blurt out whatever's in your subconscious. Yeah. It was very, it was like, and it was scary to say it. I just thought everybody was going to be like, why do you think you can do it? But yeah. weirdly, everybody was like, cool. And the girl after class came up to me and, and like confided in me as if we both had a dirty secret. And she was like, I want to do comedy too. And um, she actually <laughs> moved out to LA like a little bit after me and now is a stand up comedian. So it's really, wow. yeah. It's, yeah. It's so funny. My guest today um, teaches comedy, Stephen Rosenfield, um, and he just wrote a book about mastering stand up. And it's so interesting when you get that acting bug, whatever form of acting, um, but you really have to work at it, obviously. Yes, especially like when you're starting that late. <laughs> like, yeah, I was 23 years old being like, I'm going to be a comedian. Like you have to work. It's a lot. I mean, it's a whole language um, and you have to figure out sort of your own um, like, yeah, you have to figure out who you are and yes. also figure out how to connect with an audience. Yes, that's what we were talking about. Kind of finding out, you know, your persona, who you are, um, kind of, you know, how people see you and uh so do you have advice for people who would like to, you know, produce and direct, and they're also actors? Um, I mean, you got to get started now. I, I think is, it's just like if you have a little kernel of an idea, it's just it's just good to run with your ideas. And yes. know that, I mean, I, it, it seems like a daunting task to make a movie, because um, it is. <laughs> yeah. But um, I had 
I had been making things for a long time and um, I made a lot of projects that people probably were like, what is this girl trying to do? And <laughs> like, probably thought I was a big loser. No. But you know what? In five years, I now I'm here and then I just hope that I get to keep making more and more. And, you know, you can't really judge anybody on one thing they ever do. Um, and I think the only other advice I'd have is also don't judge yourself on one thing you do because everything you can learn from. Yes. I love to write, and I lately I've been, I just wrote a screenplay, and, you know, I tell people, like, be patient, because you can write a script, and don't don't think that that first draft is the end all, because you're going to, you might go through, like, 10 reiterations of it, and then it becomes something even better. Yeah, this script, um, this particular movie was something totally different two and a half years ago. Wow. Um, and... You know, I turned it in and got a bunch of feedback, and everybody's like, you need to focus the story. And it took me six months to kind of crack the idea to make the movie all come together, and it was the idea of Mr. Roosevelt. And now it's it's everything the movie was. Once I figured it out, it was pretty easy to rewrite, but it took that time to get it there. Now, do you have a kind of a person or a team of people that you bounce ideas off of, like, you know, basically some people that help mentor you or help you in your craft? Um, I have... Um, I have maybe one mm-hmm. to two people that I trust yes. <laughs> that uh, I know get my sensibility and can be really honest with me. Um, one's cool. my writing partner, Clint Wainis. Um, we've, we wrote a TV show together and we've been writing together for years and we help each other on our personal projects. And um, we're, we're, we sound, we, we bounce our ideas off of each other, but um, it took a long time for us to even get to that place. Uh, to be able to do that and trust each other. Right. Um, otherwise, it's a, it can be very scary to share your thoughts with people, especially if they don't get what you're doing. Yes. And um, But then that being said, like, you should share your ideas with people and see how they react, but it doesn't necessarily mean uh, what they think is right for you or your project. You're right. And I, I also feel like you shouldn't lose sleep. Like, you submit a script or whatever it is, like, don't don't act like it's dating, like wait by the phone kind of thing. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. just like, let it go. Yeah. Yeah. What did, what would you like people to take away from this film? Um, I'd like, first of all, I hope people just, I hope they enjoy it. I hope they can laugh at her and then also at themselves. Um, I want people to know that they're not so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, and it's okay to sort of, have to grow up a little bit and that there are people around you that like will help you through that do you do you feel like as a result of going through this process like you're a different person like you're excited to do your next thing yeah yeah I'm totally different it's weird because when I set out to make this movie like the world is also very different oh yeah um you know Trump wasn't president and yeah I don't know like there were I don't know it just feels like I'm definitely much different I'm I'm stronger in a lot of ways um I'm I'm much more believing in myself, but I had to get knocked down so many times to get to this point. Right. Well, you're in an industry that's really tough. And the theme of my show is get the funk out. And we all go through these personal and professional funks. I mean, how do you stay positive? Oh, boy. I mean, I woke up today in a funk. I mean, every day. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so I, you know, I was literally just sitting um, having coffee, being like, what can I do to make myself feel better? Mm-hmm. And the, the, it's so cheesy, but it, it works. It's just what is it? remembering all the good things that I have going on. Oh, yeah. And 
and rec- remembering that like this to be able to even get up and write or to be creative in any way is like a a, a gift that so many people in this world don't have you're right and and um you just have to remember that part that like you can be very woe with me about the creative process but it's just such a luxury to even for me to even be waking up to be like well, what am I gonna write today <laughs> I know I know but you have you do have a gift and you can't let there's so many people that are so prone to criticize but they don't have that gift but it's easy yeah. for them to be like it's like people that watch America's Got Talent or any of those shows and they're like oh they can't sing you know and it's like well can you <laughs> yeah you know exactly and also then re- realizing the people that are criticizing it's like you shouldn't listen to them no. the people you should be listening to are the people that have gone through it too Right. Because they're never going to attack you or they're never going to look down on you for trying because they knew they know what it takes to get to where they are. Yes. And if they do look down on you, they're probably terrible people mistreating everybody in their lives. You're right. They're critical. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. No, you have to stay positive. So where can people find out more about you and the film? Um, we have a website, MrRoosevelt.com, Mr-Roosevelt. Um, and we're just updating screenings on that website um, as they come in. It's still, you know, we're, we're rolling out the theaters, but because it is an indie film, we kind of have to just wait. It's usually like we'll find out like a last minute if a theater is going to put us in. Got it. Um, and me, I have an Instagram. You can go to Noel Wells. <laughs> I don't know. Just, okay. <laughs> um, you know, social media, which I also hate. So <laughs> I know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> I talk about a mood yeah. buster, like if p- people don't like this or do like that or how many followers. It's so insane. Yeah, I had this really dumb, this is so dumb, but it also made me be like, I can't look at this anymore. My, I, I, We had a red carpet for um, the movie and my makeup artist posted a picture of me on her Instagram saying she did her makeup, but my picture has like a quarter of the likes of all her other pictures. Oh, man. <laughs> and I was like, and I started to spiral, and I was like, this is so stupid. I don't even care what I look I like. Know. Why am I worrying? <laughs> Did she ask you first if she could put it up? Oh, no, she didn't ask me, but that's like, that's kind of the way it all works. I know. Just, I know. It's just, it's just more like, oh, people don't think I'm as pretty as like all her other beautiful, you oh, know, like it's, it's nuts. It's, it's so- fine, but. It, it's just so silly to even be going down these rabbit holes. I know it is. <laughs> I know it is. It's crazy because you're so funny and you're so pretty and it's so dumb. All that stupidness. You know? So dumb. It's so it dumb. It doesn't matter. I so wanted dumb. to go to the, I was going to go to the premiere, but I was um, coming back from the East Coast. So when is the next showing in L.A. or is there one? Um, it's going to open um, November 17th at Cine Lounge. Okay. Which is in Hollywood. It's a smaller theater. All right. And it's going to be there for at least a week. Okay. Um, um, and then um, then it'll be in New York the, fo- the following week. And then we have some other ones coming up in December. Fantastic. Well, Noelle, I've really enjoyed chatting with you. Thank you so much. I'm going to put this up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. And don't let anybody get you in a funk it's you get so much talent and it's awesome so thank you so much thank all right you for having me oh it's been great good luck with your film okay, okay. thank you very much okay. bye bye